brothers and sisters. Good morning. Um, I'm so proud to say good morning. Because <laughs> I'm usually never awake at this time. Like, that's literally, like, my truth. Um, I literally go to bed at, like, 6 a.m. And this is, like, quarter to 10. So this is my night. <laughs> but I'm awake. And we thank God for that. I actually should wake up more often. Because I feel so happy when I wake up in the morning. Which is really weird. But anyway, um, oh, I'm also so happy because I had like a full night's rest. I get it. So every time I wake up in the morning, I would have slept early the night before because I knew that I'd have to wake up early in the morning and then I feel really happy. So this makes sense why God said we should rest because when I sleep at like six in the morning, like if I pull all nighters, which is like the best thing to do when you're working from home and you live with like family. Um, so it's best to work when the house is quiet, which is at night, but I usually end up sleeping like a couple of hours and then I have to wake up. So when I have to wake up in the morning, I actually sleep a full night, like have full night's rest and I get it now. Um, I get why God says you should rest because it really makes you a nicer person. I promise you, even if you're not a morning person, it makes you a very nice person when you rest. So yeah, have you all been resting? Um, have you all been praying for other people? Because <laughs> those are the things that we learned. So let's please not forget that even as we continue to ask. Let's ask God for opportunities to rest as well. And let's ask God for um, the uh, things that we know that the people around us are trusting him for. One thing that I picked up on that I started doing in recent years, maybe not in like recent, recent years, but something that I started doing was praying for people who are trusting God for kids. I don't know why, but that's something that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, I, I've just been, like, celebrities that I've seen. I know I heard Tasha Cobbs um, once before she got married. She was like, I'm not a parent yet, but I wish to be a parent one day. And I just literally, like, picked her up and started praying for her to have a kid. Although she hasn't had her own biological child, I'm so happy. And I thank God that she has um, a child born out of her heart she adopted a baby recently um yeah unnecessary information but it's it's it just blesses my heart to see stuff like that so and there's another couple that i was really praying for for years i didn't even know whether or not they wanted to have kids to be honest but i saw the husband of the girl of the girl um well the husband of his wife <laughs> the husband in the relationship posted on facebook that they're having a son um soon and i was just so blessed to see that because i've really been praying for them to have babies i didn't know whether or not they wanted them but i knew they'd be married for a long time without a child so i just started praying for them and the things we ask god for other people really do happen um yeah but even before we get carried away um let's center ourselves let's quiet our hearts and let's pray and ask god to really just prepare our hearts to ask him because yeah but we have just one more lesson um then we're going to be doing the actual askings for the rest of the week today's scriptures are matthew 7 verse 7 to 12 and ephesians chapter 6 Verse 29, Matthew 7, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, 
knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. This is the law of the prophets. Ephesians chapter 6, chapter 3, pardon me. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now, to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all the generations forever and ever. let's get into it so like i said we have one more lesson i just wanted us to just cover a bit more ground um for yesterday's episode this is by the way yesterday's episode so i'm still hopefully going to be able to record today's episode later on um yeah but anyway um what i wanted us to cover is asking correctly because in the book of james chapter four we read that with mondays on monday's episode um i guess the episode 16 um we read that scripture in james chapter 4 where it says you have not because you ask not and when you do ask you ask wrongly um so i i just it just really made me think like whoa um how do we then ask correctly right um yeah and i have a cough (laughs) if i do cough please forgive me um but yeah how do we ask correctly and what does that look like? And as I was busy thinking and meditating on it, it's not one of our scriptures today, but I was thinking of Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 where it speaks of, um, the, no, that's not the scripture. Yeah, I did think of that, but the one that I'm, I'm actually referring to, I think is in the book of Ephesians. Is that in the book of Ephesians? No, I think it's in the book of Philippians. Let me try to find it on my phone while I'm talking. Um, the scripture that I was talking about, though, in um, in Galatians says that, uh, like, uh, against these days, no law. And it's when it speaks of the fruit of the spirit, that love, peace, joy, um, faithfulness, goodness, gentleness, kindness. Um, there's something else and then there's self-control. So it's love, peace, patience. Is there peace in the fruit of the spirit? Love, patience, goodness, gentleness, kindness. Um, oh gosh, now I just forgot all of them. Anyway, there are nine uh, in the in the scripture, is and then the ninth one is self control. But there's one that I'm missing. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, what I was saying is that the Bible says that against those things there is no law. So that's actually what would then guide what is totally legal in the in the in the kingdom so you know for a fact that this is totally legal in the kingdom because against these 
there is no law, right? Um, and I guess for me, that's a good guide. I'm not sure if it's in the book of Philippians, um, or even, mm, where is it? Let me just try and find what I want. Um, I think it's a four by four. No, it's a four, the, yes, it's Philippians four verse four that says rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Um, and then it says lower in that scripture, um, Philippians four verse eight, it says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there is any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the peace of God will be with you. And while I'm in the Bible, I may as well read to you um, all the fruits of the Spirit. Um, Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 says, By the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, there is peace. Um, <laughs> love, joy, peace, long-suffering, which is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Right? And then it says, against these, there is no law. Um so yeah, so for me, when I'm thinking of asking God correctly, because usually people would say, um, whatever is unto the glory of God, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of things could glorify God. Um, but when I'm thinking for myself personally, what does asking correctly look like? Asking correctly for me looks like against these days, no law. Um, it looks like asking God for what does not break the law because Jesus did not come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill it. He came to complete it. So you can't ask from God. You can't ask God for a man to divorce his wife so that he can marry you. That's the, against such, there is a law, right? Um, you can't ask God for someone to get fired so that you could get their job. Um, against such, there is a law, right? So there are a lot of things that God could give us that we could glorify him for. I guess, I, I think that's a better way to put it. There's a lot of things that God could give us that we could glorify him for that are not pure, that are not praiseworthy, that are not, you know, what, what, what are the other criteria? Um, Philippians chapter four, you know, verse eight. It says, whatever things are lovely, pure, just, of good report, um, if there's any virtue in it and if it's praiseworthy, there's so many things that are not lovely that we ask God for. There are so many things that are impure. Maybe whatever we ask God for would be lovely. Like it would be lovely for us to have that nice car. It would be lovely for that. But is it pure? Does it come from a pure place? Why do you want that car? God, may I please have a car so that I can have ease traveling and so that I can be able to serve you better, whatever. That's that's a pure intention. I, I would give you a car if there was a reason. But if you came to me and asked my nieces, this is really my parenting. Um, if you came to me and you say, I want this because the other person has, I won't give it to you. Because that's not a good enough reason um, for you to be wanting anything, right? So God is the same. He won't give you something just because. And my niece was just trying to come inside. That's why the door just died. Um, but God won't give you something just because someone else has it. What is that to you? That's what Jesus said to Peter. Like, what is that to you? What is John's life to you? What is John's sacrifice to you? 
it's none of your business, right? So if you're asking God for something because your God, even me, I want to get married, what will people say? That's not a, 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 a it's not a praiseworthy reason. It's not, a, it's not something that is praiseworthy to get married just because all your peers are married. Perhaps it is because people will praise you for it, right? But what if that's not what is in God's plan for your life, right? So I don't know. It is of good report to say, oh, even me, I'm married. But what are your intentions? I think for me, it, it boils down to the purity of our intentions because we can justify everything by saying, your God, I, I will, this will give me so much glory. People will be like, yo, we thank God for you. Congratulations and all that. It's of good report that you're a young person who got married, blah, blah, blah. But what are your intentions? I Is your heart pure? Do you purely want to get, like, I've been through so many emotions about marriage and it's so funny. A friend of mine just recently told me, yo, I feel like now I want to get married and I never felt like that before. And I was telling a friend of mine, another friend um, who recently got married. Well, she's not married yet, but she had her traditional marriage rights done. But yeah, long story. But anyway, um, all this to say that she said to me, I said the same thing that to that friend a couple of months ago that she said to me recently. She was like, I have never really had in my heart a desire to get married, but now I feel like I want to get married. Um, and for me, what, like I've gone through so many emotions when I was growing up, I thought I had to get married. Right. Um, and then when I realized I don't have to get married, I was like, I choose not to. Um, and then I just got into a phase where God was really ministering to my heart about it. And I was, I saw the beauty in it and I saw the, the pure intention of basically kingdom purpose and, um, yeah, you see why I work at night because people are awake, um, people are banging doors, um, you know, these things. But anyway, what's this that I wanted to say? Um, now I lost my train of thought. Yes, God was working on my heart about it, um, about the whole issue of marriage. And I just got to a place one day I saw a girl that I went to varsity with. I saw her wedding pictures and something in my heart was like, wow, this is so beautiful. I want this. And it was so weird for me because like that friend was asking me like, what about her makes you want to get married? Like there's nothing about her. Um, she's lovely, but our stories are so different. Like we, we're not similar at all, except that we're both young and black and we girls. That's literally all we have in common. And that we went to the same varsity at some point. But other than that, our stories could not be farther from each other's. And I was just like, wow, God, like you placed this, holy desire in my heart for marriage and i think for me now praying about it is from a pure place of saying god you've placed this desire in my heart but even more than that god if it is your will let it be done and if it's not your will god i don't want it i honestly don't want it if it's not your will for my life if it's not your perfect will for my life i don't want it if it's just a permissible will something you're okay with me doing i don't want it I only want it if it's something that you have planned for me. I only want it if it's something that you desire for me, right? Not something you would allow me to do, but something that you would actually like me to do. So for me, that's really how I gauge the pureness of my heart in, in that would I be okay with God not giving it to me? Would I be okay with not receiving what I'm asking for? Not because God can't, 
but because God knows what's best for me. And I don't want what God can allow. I want what God actually wants for me. That's what I desire. And I think for me, another element, so it's like the purity element, but also the element of um, asking for too little. I think that one of the prayers, and I stopped praying that, and I'm going to start praying it again this week um, going forward, praying for God's base, not necessarily just like, God, I just want your base, but like, God, I want what I cannot ask for. I want what I don't know to ask for. I want the plans that you had for me even before the earth had foundations. When you were planning the stories of people's lives, whatever you had planned for me, that's what I want. I want the very best that heaven can give to me. I want exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ever ask or think. I want what no eye has seen and what no ear has heard. I want the great and unsearchable things that I could have never imagined, that I do not even know exist. That's what I want. I want heaven's best. I want heaven to be bankrupted in my account by the time I die. I don't want to die and my heavenly account is full of the blessings God wanted to give me while I was on this earth. I want it all. I'm literally coming for all of it, Jesus. Like, I am coming for all of it. I don't know what it is, but if you had planned it for me, you know how to give it to me. You know how to help me steward it. And you know how to help me multiply it. And you know how to bless your kingdom through it. You know how it's going to um, spread the gospel. You know how it's going to help me make disciples. You know all of that. All that I am saying is I want it. Why? Because you wanted it for me. And you planned it for me. And you had a reason for that. And I want to be a part of that reason. I want to be a part of whatever it is that you wanted to do through my life on this earth. I don't want to die and then be like, whoa, I could have done that. So now nah, I want to do it and I don't want to do it by myself. I want to do it in God, through God, with God, by God, for God, everything God. Like I want it, God. I want it. Whatever responsibility it's going to come with, it's fine. If you planned it for me, you're going to help me with it. If it's your will, God, it's your bill. If it is your mission, you have provision for it. Strength rest all those things wisdom that i need you have provision for it so yeah that's just me like that's that's just where my heart is right now that god i want it all like i just want it all I, i'm not i'm pulling all the stops i want it all all of it whatever it is if you planned it and you put my name on it i want it if you if you planned it god if you wrote it in the story of my life, I want it. If it's, whoo, I almost said if it's 10 kids. But if that's what it is, God, I want it. I don't want my dreams. I want God's dreams. I don't want to live my best life. I want to live your best life for me. I don't want my dreams to come true, Sha. I want God's dreams to come true for me. Because God can dream way better than I can. God's desires are way better than mine. So I want it. I want it. And I'm asking for it in confidence because I know that if you want it for me, God, it will glorify you. If you want it for me, it ticks all the boxes. Like if that's your desire for me, God, it ticks all the boxes. So those, for me, those are the two things that I can say that that's my criteria for asking correctly. Is it, what, is my heart pure? Like, do I, does it come from a pure place or is it something that I want to fill a void with? Is it a, a form of affirmation? Is it speaking to an insecurity? God can heal the insecurity and then I don't need that thing, right? 
if I'm getting married because I'm insecure, the day that God heals my insecurity, I'm not going to want to be married to this person anymore because I don't need them for that anymore, right? So God's not going to give you something because you're insecure. God is going to give you an opportunity to become secure. So yeah, let's ask, right? Let's ask from pure place in our hearts. Let's also just ask God things. Let's ask God to do God things. I think we actually, like this phrase changed my life that stop asking God for human things and start asking him for God things. Like ask God for God things. Of course, it's okay to, I ask God like for the smallest of things. I ask God, God, please help me find my phone. God, please help me. Da, da, da. Like I will be going through something and be like, God, please help me. I'll need money. God, please help me. I ask God for all those things. But right now, I want us to ask God for God things. I want us to ask God for what is impossible because guess what? It's possible with him. I want us to ask God for ridiculous things. Ask God for, I don't know, ridiculous things. <laughs> but yeah, let me stop talking now and let me give you an opportunity to start asking God for ridiculous things. And let's trust together that God is going to do ridiculous miracles and it's going to be amazing and it's going to glorify him and it's going to be his will for our lives. So yeah, God bless you. Have a lovely day and I will pat the tea later. Um, but yeah, for the rest of this week, I want us to just be asking God for ridiculous things. So I guess I, for me, um, these two are important lessons that we need to have our hearts, hearts healed so that we can still be receptive to hearing and asking from God and also just be able to ask God correctly. But yeah, God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God Almighty, that you are a God who sees far beyond anything we could ever see, that you see far beyond this promise, that you see the next promise and the next and the next and the next. But even more, God, that you know what we don't know that you can do what we can't do, that you see where we can't see. So, Father, we're not only asking for you to purify our hearts, that we may have pure intentions for what we ask for, but we're also asking, God, that you would give us what we know not to ask for, that you would give us what we were not even aware that is impossible for, that we don't even know exists, God. Give us, bless us with that which we, that we don't even know exists, that we have no way of asking for, but that which you already planned into our lives before we were even formed in our mother's wombs. Whatever it is that you set apart for us and that you set us apart for, God, we want it. Therefore, we ask for it in Jesus' name. We ask that you would bless us, O oh God, and bless us indeed. Enlarge our territories and remove pain from our lives. Bless us, Father God. Bless our coming ins and going outs. Bless us in the city and in the fold. Bless us, Father God. Bless the fruits of our womb. Bless our children, Father God. Bless the fruit of our hands. Bless us, Father God. May, may our barnyards be bountiful, Father God. I pray that we would have we would have to make room for the new harvest even before the old harvest is finished and that we would be generous father god to give father god and give and give and give because we know that the source is never never runs out father god i pray that we would be effective in ministry wherever you have planted us that we would be effective in ministry that we would make disciples of all nations because you are blessing us father god bless us oh god and bless us indeed oh that you would bless us father god 
Bless us with what we don't even know to ask for. Bless us with what no eye has seen and what no ear has heard. Bless us in miraculous way. I pray for a ridiculous blessing over every person listening to this, oh God. I pray for myself as well, Father God. You say that we should ask. And us not asking is robbing you of the opportunity to give us what you already want to give us. So God, I am asking. I'm asking that you would give us everything that you want to give us. I pray that you would give us everything that you have planned for us. I pray, Father God, that you would give us every single resource that heaven has for us. But Father God, that you would also give us the wisdom to know what to do with those resources. That you would also give us the courage to run with it, Father God, as you lead us. That we would hold hands with your Holy Spirit and run with you, Father God, in step with you. Not behind, not in front, but in step with you, Father God. And I pray, Lord God Almighty, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you would also give us the faith to rest. That we would know that it's not our doing. That when you rest, Father God, we would rest. Knowing that you will carry us. And knowing that you will continue to do what only you can do. In the mighty name of Jesus, we